All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Holistic is Dope. So today's chapter, we're going to talk about food or nutrition. Now, look, food is definitely a very long subject to tackle, and there's so many different opinions on it. It's kind of crazy and overwhelming, but I'm just gonna—I want to share what's what's helped me the most in terms of eating and how do I go about that. Because again, there's a lot of details, there's a lot of rabbit holes to go down to, and I'm, I'm going to try my best to tackle just some main key points about it, but at the end of the day, you have to do what works for you, right? And, you know, throughout this time and going from a place of not really thinking twice about what I put in my body to now where, you know, I'm not super anal about it or anything like that, but I'm definitely just conscious with everything I eat. And not in a way where it stresses me out. It's just more in a way of like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like I'm making a choice, you know, I'm the conscious choice to eat a piece of cake or a burger or some candy or whatever it may be. As opposed to just eating it and not really giving a fuck about it and being like, all right, you know, my abs are still here. I'm playing football, soccer, my legs are thick. Like it's it's all good. You know, I got a flat stomach, whatever. And what's helped me is this, is honestly just putting the word, you know, responsible to it. You know, be, be responsible when you drink, be responsible when you smoke, whatever, whatever. But normally it says be responsible when you eat. And to me, that's just the key thing that I think would just keep a lot of people on track. I mean, again, like I said, I never really thought twice about anything I put in my body. I would eat <laughs> apple danishes from 7-Eleven. Hot Cheetos, which everyone loves, popcorn, hot dogs, I mean, fucking everything you could think of, I ate. Because I assumed when I put it in my mouth, that was it. You know, it went away, I didn't see what happened to it, and that's it. So, the one thing that helped me through everything, that still helps me, is I just, I just, I do my best to take responsibility for what I eat, you know. And I, whether it be good or bad, I'm not going to stress, stress. Stress, God damn! Do you hear that? <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I'm not going to stress myself out about what I'm going to do because I'm aware of the the repercussions. I'm aware of what's going to happen, and we just look at it like in a way of, well, whatever I eat, you know, it's supposed to help me get better. And if I really put this hot Cheeto in my mouth right now, can I really say that the nutrients in this is going to help help my, my levels increase, you know, of health and wellness and fitness for that matter too. And that's how I look at it, you know, nothing more than that. Because if you look at it like that, some things are a little bit more self-explanatory than you think, you know, like, again, you have hella snacks in front of you. If you take that second to be like, damn, well, if I fucking eat these, you know, these chips right here, like, is it, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna feel good. I'm gonna not be hungry no more. But is it really helping? You know, my fucking muscles feel good. Is it helping my brain feel clear? <clears throat> is it helping me sleep? Those questions I feel like are just necessary to ask. And if it's strenuous, I just think you know that's just a good opportunity for us to to try to practice and condition ourselves, you know, more. So that's how I look at it. And that's what's helped me. But now to get a little bit more deeper into it, the quality of food. I mean, that's 
the second biggest thing to me, right? Obviously, you have your own tools and your own method to keep yourself sane and on track and do you know the right thing, right thing, quote unquote. But I mean, the next thing I would look into is the quality of food, because I mean, fuck, like the the stuff that I've read and the things that are out there. Some of it's pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. Like, some of it's just like, holy shit, that's in our food? Like, what the fuck? Why would that be in there? You know, and yes, obviously, I feel like the organic certification is a must in all your food, but sometimes we just don't got the funds for that. Or we all can't go to Whole Foods all the time. Or uh, Sprouts, you know, we got to deal with Food Max or other, other secondhand stores. So the best thing to do is, is, you know, do the amount of research you need to do to at least know, you know, your best option for the best price. Because we all ain't balling like that, you know, it's, it's hard, I get it. But we have to, we have to know the best option of, of quality because if we don't, it's the small things, man, that I'm, that I'm, that I would say are just the, the key points to stay away from. You know, we... I, th- I make an analogy a lot to people when I talk about it, but I mean, just look at it like this. If, you know, you're hungry or you decide to, you go to the gym all the time or you're on a, some kind of fitness routine, whatever, and you know, you want chicken in your fridge because obviously, you know, chicken has protein in it and you want protein. But the chicken, which I think even on, a, on another level, people maybe forget like, like, that's a real ass chicken you're eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that comes from a chicken. It's not like no laboratory food that was just made and, you know, that's just kind of what it is, like the Impossible Burgers or whatever, but that's the real-ass animal you're eating right there, you know? And would you rather eat one that looks healthy or one that looks pretty damn sick or just weird and overly sized or have some just abnormal shit going on inside them? And that that's... I mean, again, there's way more facts and research to it than that, but that's literally the literally the the argument for me is just like, hey, you know, do your best to pick the most healthy looking chicken you can, because if not, I'm pretty sure just thinking about it, eating a, a sick chicken is not going to be the best for you. You know, like something bad is going to come from that, right? Whether it be some kind of reaction, maybe some kind of uh inflammation or like you know inflammation if I did I think I just said that right now actually my bad <laughs> but um a whole bunch of shit can just go wrong for eating something sick you know random headaches or like you know sweats and all kinds of stuff or problems going to the bathroom I mean it goes on it really does but that's why we have to know what to eat we have to know what what's our option and there's there's like I said, there's definitely a lot to go to talk about, and again, too much, too fast is just not going to stick. The main thing is from chickens or from food that's not organic or not just sourced and it's you know really cheap. I mean, most likely what you're eating has a lot of chemicals in it. If it's an animal, some chemical to make it grow faster, some chemical to make it bigger, right? I mean, if you if you eat ground beef or chicken. It's all sold by weight. So, you know, they obviously inject the animals with some kind of growth hormone, 
that makes them get bigger so they can sell it for more. You know, that's that's a big one for plants, all kinds of pesticides and herbicides and fungicides, things that are meant to like kill the stuff around it, the weeds, the fungus, the animals, all that stuff. I mean, that's in our vegetables if it's not organic or, again, if it's just not the, the highest quality source you can get. And there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of things that can go wrong with consuming stuff like that. But again, it's just, it's literally just, to me, the way, the way that what helps me is it's just surface level thinking. Like, okay, if I, if you look at the bottle of the stuff they spray on the, the vegetables, or if you look at how they make the growth hormone or anything for just some shitty ass, you know, meat or animals that was taken care of poorly. Like, you would just think, like, yeah, fuck, if I eat this, this is not going to, you know, something might happen if I eat this shit. Like, it's not going to sit well. And that that literally will take you to where you, your next step is, is learning at your own pace of why that is. You see what I'm saying? Like, that. that's what's doing it for me. It's what's helping me go forward. So we always have to make sure the quality of food is there. And, yeah, I mean, you can listen to me, listen to a whole bunch of people talk about the information and where they got it from or the, the um, you know, trials they did to prove this and prove that. But, you know, whatever, you have to find what works for you to remember that or to make your own decisions about it or just to follow your own path. And I'm just sharing what, what, what's been working for me I, just as of right now. Because, again, I've been, always been like this. This is, you know, food specifically, I'm like a year in to really just paying more attention to what I eat and learning about random things about food, like organic, what's, uh, you know, gluten-free, GMOs, like why, why is all that on the labels? So quality of food should, will be the next most important thing of nutrition. Another thing, or the third thing I would say is we have to do our best also to keep it whole. <laughs> keep it whole. Sounds kind of weird. But what I mean by that is like, again, I, I still smoke weed. There's plenty out there, right? I do every now and then. You know, I have a, a beer at night if I feel like I earned it. And when that happens, obviously, I'm hungry as shit. I could eat the whole damn snack drawer, all the yogurt, all the apples, all the freaking hummus. <laughs> Everything I could think of that's in my house, I'll just eat it, right? The thing that has also been helping me is portion control or listening to my body to when it's actually full and not, am I just going to keep eating because it's on my plate and I'm, you know, hella high and this is hella great and I'm just loving the moment right now, so fuck it. You know, like, Portion control, I think, is very, you know, put under the radar of the importance of it and also the practice that you have to go through to kind of manage that. You know, like, not once you, when you're eating and you're, again, just being more conscious about how you feel. Once you feel yourself getting full, just stopping there, even if you're high or drunk or whatever. You know, and that's that shit's hard. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. That shit's hella hard. I still do it. Sometimes, I, you know, I'm not perfect. I have my days where I maybe give, gave in a little too much. 
actually it was my son's birthday uh, just yesterday and you know my parents wanted to give him some shitty ass food and I shouldn't say it like that that's the fucking <laughs> that is the health nut in me talking I apologize but he decided to get him some pizza and wing shop because yes I have you know we have had that before and he, he likes it a lot and I went crazy on that yesterday and you know what Again, it was my my conscious choice, and you know, I didn't mind. But what I did do though is, I did my best to, to feel myself being full. You know, I pushed it a little bit, but even then, I was like, you know, back in the day, ten slices, eleven slices, nothing. You know, after five, I was like, okay, I could I could push it and just eat it because it's here, or I could just feel good about that and just walk away. And if I get hungry later, then I'll try again or something, you know, but portion control. And that, that to me, the, the best way to go about that and what's, what seems to work is just waiting for that moment where you feel full. That kind of that second, like where you take a break from eating for a second. And you're like, okay, you know, this is, this is hella good or I'm not feeling it or whatever you feel like you have that, you know, that little second just that pause of silence when you're just kind of sitting there like, yeah. Like, take that moment to see your fool or not. And, or didn't practice that. You know, because with food, it's not easy. And it's a constant, it's a constant battle of, you know, just outside influence and just temptation around you left and right. Because remember, you have to do what works for you. So just, you know, if you're on some diet plan, if, you know, you're training for something or whatever, you're trying to lose weight, like you have to make sure that you're, everything you're doing is in your favor, you know, and that falls also in another category of just being, you know, 100% clear on what you're trying to do. But even without that, that's, that's just the way it is. That's the that's the best way to help yourself is to just to stay on your lane. So you have to practice, is all I'm saying. You know, like legitly have to practice listening to your body once you're eating. Listening to that shit, like tell you, hey, I'm hella hungry still, or cut it back. You know, like chill out. And the another thing, which is the fourth thing now. I just mentioned it, mentioned it right now is diets. Diets are, just being completely honest, guys, to me, diets are just not the way to go for a lot of reasons. But again, surface level, just kind of keeping it, but keeping it simple and what's working for me. Every day is different, right? Any workout is different every morning, every night, every meal. Sometimes it's different. And a diet plan is so, you know, just it's meant to keep you on that same page for five or six months or four months. But the thing, though, is that, you're, you know, pages in life are always turning. So it's that diet definitely can help, right? It can help you lose the weight, build the muscle. But what is not going to help, though, is each individual day and the nuances it brings you. Okay, because again, 
again, getting, getting, getting into a slightly deep right now in terms of just facts. You know, on a, a lot of reactions happen when we eat food, right? Obviously, we know the ones about gaining muscle, right? Proteins, but fats, carbohydrates, they all have a different, a different need in our body, right? We need all three for us to really to thrive and be healthy. If we're missing any of those, things start falling apart. And when things start falling apart, sometimes you feel it now, sometimes you feel it later. So diets, like I said, they have their place to, I think, get you started. But if you stay, if you stay kind of locked into it for too long, things just start going a little, you know, downhill. Right, because if you don't, if as an example, if you're cutting calories to lose weight, and you're not, that's your main goal, and you, you're on it, and you're doing everything your diet says, and it's working, that's obviously great, right? It feels great, but on days where you know maybe a month into it, the the high of uh, success is kind of lessening a little bit, and you're kind of coming down from the the joy of losing weight, and you start getting a little stress again, and having maybe some sleeping problems or whatever, right? Stress in your body, lack of sleep, lack of water, sitting in a car all day, you know, sex even too. I mean, there's, you know, not even being funny, like all these, all these things we, uh, our body goes through, right? It, it processes all three of those, those categories of fats, carbs, and proteins, so if we're in a diet that's cutting calories and it's or you know, and we're eating very minimal of everything, and again it works for a little bit, but then all of a sudden you start getting stressed out. Well, you know what? You're gonna need a little bit more fats. You're gonna need a little bit more proteins because when you just get stressed out, you know, there's a, there's a process called progenolone uh, steel. Not even getting even deeper than that, but what that basically means is that when your body gets stressed out, that's a reaction that happens in your body, and when that happens. It comes from the fats, okay? So if we're, if we're not fats, well, the, the detail is in the fats, not fats itself. But anyway, back to what I was saying. My point, though, is that if we're, all, if we're stressed out like that and we're not eating enough fats in our diet to help with that, then, again, your body needs something. We're not giving it, we're not giving it, that so something is going to go wrong just because we don't we don't have all three circuits working in place you know one shut off you know a, a car can only run on a spare tire for so long eventually just something's bound to happen because it's offset and it's the same thing with with the uh, with eating and again diets they have their place I mean, if you're on a diet i'm not trying to scare you out of it and be like you know get out of there right now i'm just saying be open to adaptation. Be open to adjusting that. Because you might need to. This is life. You know, we can't... Life is not the same every single day, so we shouldn't eat the same every single day. Speaking for myself, days where I work out, I get a lift in in the morning. Like, I'm, you know, I'm ravenous. I'm trying to eat meat. I feel like eating carbs. You know, I want a lot of water. On days where I don't, though, I mean, I could damn near go vegan. Just because, again, my body is the output, the the amount of stress 
or you know the, the sleep I got good or bad like it, it all has an effect on me so you know my body's not putting so much output if I don't work out if I'm not stressed out if I'm sleeping good you know so the the amount that I need to put in is very minimal so I can eat you know ravenous as shit on a Monday then Tuesday I'm eating pretty much you know greens crackers and cheese I really like that now you know um Yogurt and, and uh, almond butter with some chocolate in that. Hella good. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying it changes up all the time. And if I'm being completely transparent, you know, my body is getting into the place where I want it. And I'm very happy about that. I'm very thankful to say that. But it has been a long-ass road. Very quick recap. Just to, to give you some context about what I'm talking about right now. About three years ago, injured my hip. And for the past two years, I've been doing literally a lot. Not all I can, because you can always do a little more. But I've been doing a lot to try to fix that and just feel normal again. Because for about a year, I only pretty much only walk on one leg. I don't know if you guys know what sciatica is. But it's pretty much like that. It wasn't sciatica. It's different. But it's just when you know your nerve is pretty much being compressed. That's runs through your butt down your leg. Your leg pretty much feels like it's just cramping the whole time, throughout the whole day. So anyway, for about a year, a similar a similar feeling I had with that. I mean, getting out of bed, I had a, it was a process getting out of bed. You know, I used to dread just laying on my back just because it was so fucking hard to get up. I had to roll over and push myself out with my chest and kick up with one leg. And if I put any pressure on that foot, on that leg, I mean, just collapsed. Couldn't even hold up. So that for that year, then the second year was me pretty much, you know, getting some motion back and be able to run again and do some athletic ass shit and lift how I want. Because I can't even bench press anything. Because everything's connected in your body. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, just to, that's past three years so when I say that you know my body's in in, in a really good place right now and I'm happy for that you know I went through a lot of emotions to get here and the one thing that I can that I can say is that sticking to what's worked for me and and like customizing everything to myself and how I like it and how I want it to work you know I never once been on a diet never once counted calories macros and Never have I been, luckily, in a place of, you know, being overweight or anything like that. And now, you know, again, back to lifting, back to running, doing performance training now. Now I could eat, you know, whatever I want. And I have a good sense of what that's going to do for me and how I'm feeling that day and this and that. Just being more in touch with myself. And, you know, I'm in a good spot. You know, the body's looking nice, just to be honest, Perform, performing great, you know, and that's, that's my, uh, my proof of what I'm, of this, the, the credibility of what I'm saying and, you know, why I want to share with you guys my experience. Because at the end of the day, when you listen to someone, I've heard this from, uh, from one of my, uh, one of my coaches my teachers, he said, 
There's preachers and there's practitioners. Preachers just tell you things, right, based off facts and what they've read. Practitioners tell you what they've learned from experience and from what they've read, right, from actually being a practitioner of what they're telling you. And that's no diss to anyone, you know, who who maybe falls into the, the preacher category, right? Everyone, everyone follows their own pace. I'm just saying that what I'm telling you, I practice, I still practice, and I've been through a lot of emotions with it. So again, to take it for what it's worth, but I, I do think it can help. Because those four things that I've mentioned right now, it's just kept me in a place where I have the opportunity to, you know, always be in decent shape and do what I want. You know, luckily the amount of workouts I did before knowing how to eat, though, kept me in that place. I'll, I'll say that. But this past two years, I can definitely say eating has kept me in the place of just being in, you know, decent shape. Obviously, that's not what nobody, you know, is shooting for to be decent. But my point is that, you know, eating can be a powerful tool for you. You just got to manipulate it to yourself and your life and your path. And it'll be all right. So guys, I just want to keep it, you know, keep it simple, not keep it too long. Because again, eating, you could look up any book about nutrition and I guarantee you'll be, there'll be at least 500 pages to choose from. So it could be a long journey finding what, what works for you of, of eating. But listening to myself, I hope, I hope it does help. I hope it sparks some kind of interest of, of looking into any kind of, you know, type uh, any kind of eating diet you like or any kind of just path that feels right to you whether it be vegan you know paleo or keto or fasting i mean again it all has its place you have to find what works for you learn about it so you know you're making a conscious decision and run with it so i hope this helps guys i appreciate you listening this far if you have i'll be talking to a another guest this week and then i'll try to drop another podcast at the end of this week, so hopefully three, because I know I missed last week, so I apologize for that if anyone who's been waiting on a new one. But other than that, guys, have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you. Peace.